welcome to Alphabet Flight Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel, uh, Marvel Universe with guests. We talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is a group of dead clones. Jordan! Oh boy. Hi. So. And hi, 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 hi. Are you ready to talk about some dead marauders? Oh, okay. I was worried this was going to be Spider-Man, but... No, no. Eh, I'm, I'm in the M's right now. are kind of cool. I'm in the M's right now. Yeah. And also, they they didn't get super crazy with the Spider-Man clone stuff until, like, the 60s. I mean, until, like, the... Until the 90s, so... Hmm. I would be talking about Spider-Side. My my favorite. My, my favorite. <laughs> oh, wait. Okay, wait, wait. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. Okay, do you want to hear my very appropriate... Uh, appropriately themed joke of uh, for this time of year. Okay. Okay. What is Spider Man's favorite drink during the fall? Spider Aid? No, oh, Spider Cider. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Do you know, just doing a joke off of the most famous Spider-Man villain, Spider-Side. <laughs> so. Uh, but yeah, we're going to be talking about uh, the Marauders. Um, now, if you do not know much about the Marauders, uh, you don't really need to know too much. Besides, uh, they were part of uh, the Mutant Massacre, where basically... So they first showed up uh, in the was Fall of Man's or Mutant Massacre. Let me see. I'm. I think it's Mutant Massacre. Yeah, I think that was in the was their first get together as the Marauders. Well, they're basically a group of they're basically a group of mutants that were sent by we figure out later, Mister Sinister, to basically kill a bunch of Morlocks. Uh, uh, uh. Actually, Gambit was hired by Mister Sinister to gather them together. Well, get, well yes, technically, <laughs> whatever. I, I, I just, I just think that's just a funny retcon. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's whatever. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but a bunch of, but basically, they were hired to kill a bunch of, uh, you know, just just a bunch, just a bunch of mutants. You know, the ones that don't look good and aren't popular. You know, who um, are just trying to eck out a life in the sewers. You know, not bothering anyone. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they kill a bunch of them. Uh, and, uh, we later, uh, and I'm gonna spoiler alert this, uh, they get cloned, like, all the time. Like, it doesn't all matter. The time. It doesn't matter. <laughs> they get cloned, they are cloned, there's a pipeline of clones from Mr. Sinister for these things. So, they're the Book Sinist- of the Dead. Sinister kind of, kind of basically is like if you work for him for at least once, you'll he'll he'll have you on as retainer forever, not 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 first pers- you personally, just your genetic structure. Well, right now he's trying to get the genetic structure of Franklin uh, Richards. Hmm. That that sounds very very scary. If he did actually get that, I mean it's something I don't know. There's right now uh, Chip Zdarsky is writing uh. It's it's called Fantastic Four and the X Men, um, but basically the uh you know the X Men, well I should say Krakoa, um is like a mutant 
they have like a mutant nation state, not Genosha, but mm-hmm. like an actual recognized nation state on, mm-hmm. on Krakoa, the island that walks. Um, and they're all they're trying to get all the mutants to you know live there, but Franklin is just like, why would I want to be there? And, and Mr. Fantastic is like, why am I going to be there? And the Invisible Woman is just like, I'm going to fucking kill you if you take my son. And, and, um, uh, so, you know, you know, fun stuff. You know, fun stuff. Um, but uh, the first episode, the first issue just came out and it turns out Mr. Fantastic, you know, that really great person, um, actually uh, injected something into uh, into Franklin that made uh, the uh, that made it to where his uh, X genes are being masked, so he can't actually go to Krakoa. And because Franklin is a teen, he's just like, well, maybe I want to go now, Dad. <laughs> and it's just like, and I'm just like, you know, maybe uh, that's right. You know, I I agree with you, somewhat, maybe. <laughs> so that's happening right now. Oh God, but. But yeah, technically all the mutants have amnesty and stuff, and even the bad ones and stuff are in the good graces as long as they don't kill humans and they breathe fruitful. Uh, I, remind me to send you the picture of a really horny Nightcrawler, uh, by the way. <laughs> um, oh, God. Yeah. Uh, it, it's real good. They they have like three rules. It's whatever. So, but basically marauders are like, you know, they're, they're assassins, they're hired, they killed a bunch of mutants. And they get brought back a lot whenever they need a, a lot of them. And these mm-hmm. are just some of the ones that were, like, officially dead at, at 87. So, just to remind you of some of the other Marauders, uh, there's Arclight, Harpoon, Malice, Sabretooth, who became just a regular villain, mm-hmm. slash good guy every once in a while, Scalp Hunter, Scrambler, and Vertigo. Jeez. Um, so, so we have three characters to talk about today. Okay. Not a lot going on. Yeah, so first we have Blockbuster. Uh, Blockbuster. What do you think, what do you think Blockbuster is? Oh, God. See, and the thing is, is that I've seen all of them, at least at one point. And even then, I have trouble remembering just what they looked like. Uh, Blockbuster, I don't know. He was, they were very generic, weren't they? I mean, imagine what a guy named Blockbuster's powers would be. Well, probably being strong and and able to, like, uh, break Earth. I don't know. Oh, no, just super strength. That's it. Just, that's it? Yeah, that's it. None of these have, like, world-breaking powers, by any means. So, a Blockbuster uh, looks like this. I mean, it just looks like generic big dude. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I mean, outfit is, you know, outfit, he has, like, middle, middle boots on. Um, and he has, like, a... I don't, I don't really know how to describe his, like, uh, his bodysuit. Because he has, like, a sleeveless part where it looks like if it was... Like, part... It's hard to describe. <laughs> okay, so, it looks like... They cut off the sleeve on the one side, but for some reason it went into the chest to get to cut the sleeve off. Well, see, it'd be different if like he was like like a nineties like X Men person yeah. who just had like a who had like a wife beater that just had happened to cut out an X or something. Yeah. 
But, but it's only on that one side. So you've got that one weird strip of a leg of an X around his neck. And, and like, and he has like, uh, he has like a line that goes down like a diagonal down his body, which looks more like a speedster line mm. than anything. Like you'd see that on a speedster suit, not a guy who's strong. I don't know. He also has like bracelets that are like metal and stuff. It, you know, he's just a generic big guy. He's also bald and has like a chin patch. You know, just real, real scumbag hours here. Um. So his real name is unrevealed, or it's but uh, later it's revealed as Michael Bear. Bear. Um, his occupation, assassin. His identity, secret. His legal status, unrevealed. Other aliases, none known. Place of birth, unrevealed. Place of death, the Murlocs tunnels underneath New York City. Marital status, unrevealed. Known relatives, none. And first appeared in X-Factor issue number 10. Oh, really? Yeah. It, uh, the Mute Massacre was like the first like crossover event, like the big crossover event. Of the X-Titles? No, no, in general. Like, oh. it was one of the first big crossover events. Because oh. it didn't, cause, uh, because, you know, you would event, you, sometimes you would have like, you know, like a little bit of a crossover here or there. But, like, this was, like, a multi-book crossover that, like, you know, it took in Thor, and it took in Power Pack, and it took in, like, a bunch of people. It was, like, wow. one of the first crossovers that you actually had to buy an issue, like, like an issue from another book in order to get the whole story. You know, the beginning of uh, the thing huh. that makes me hate X-Men. I oh, found well, not, not so the much. Mutant Massacre map. I don't know. I don't really like the, the cover for X-Factor 10. But yeah, but this is X Factor Ten. Um, it came out in November nineteen eighty six, and it was called Fallen Angel. And the cover is like, like it just has like it just looks like someone made a. Looks like someone just made a portrait for, like a like a frame for uh, for Cyclops. And Cyclops oh. forgot to smile. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because see, a lot of the I I was looking through at like some of the mutant massacre stuff, like even the like Uncanny X Men uh, two eleven, and that all have these like just this like frame thing like that. Was it? I don't think it was on an anniversary year. No. Oh well, no, no, it was twenty fifth. Oh, it was twenty fifth. Oh, that might be it then. Yeah. So I don't, know. I don't like this one. It's just a sad cycle. I mean, smile, Cyclops. You know, smile. You look prettier and you smile, Cyclops. <laughs> but God. Um, but uh, but yeah. Uh, I mean, there's nothing super special about it. If you just if you want to see Cyclops frown, you can see him in most things. Um. <laughs> now that being said, I do kind of like current Cyclops because he's written like a corny dad. Oh, that's actually that that's probably the best though. Yeah, he's uh, like and he's he's not maybe it's because like I've seen him die a couple of times too. That's it probably. <laughs> Cuz like the whole thing is like mutants don't technically die now cuz there's backups and they could just make a new mutant body. Really? Yeah. No, read, no, for real. Read Hickman's X-Men stuff. It's actually really good. It's one of the few books I'm actually looking forward to, which is something that I would have, 
not expected like two years ago. Huh. Um, but the X-Men book is actually pretty. The X-Men book, uh, Marauders is pretty good. I like X-Force a little bit. Not a lot. But there's going to be a new X-Factor that comes out. The New Mutants that's out right now is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I, I would read it. I don't like I don't like Fallen Angels too much or Excalibur, but you know I've never been a big fan of Excalibur in the first place. So it depends. I I don't. I mean, I kind I like- kind of like the M six. Well, what what was it called? It wasn't the M sixteen. It was it like was something else M13? with Pete. Yeah, with Pete Wisdom and running the things when it was like actually like folded into their into the government. I don't. There like- was there was there was some things there I liked. I don't like it when it's like super X many. I'd rather yeah. I'd rather it be like you know related but not really. Um, it's really X Men, like really really X Men, and I'm just like mm. even though I like the X Men right now, I'm just like, I mean I don't care. Like Apocalypse is kind of like in there, and I don't know. Uh, but yeah, but he first showed up in X Factor Ten. His final appearance was in Thor three seventy four. Uh, so his history, his very, very brief history, is Blockbuster caught the angel and held him while Harpoon impelled the latter's wings, causing the injury that led to his wings' amputation. Oh. Uh, later, when Blockbuster tried to kill Angel, Thor struck mar- the Marauder in the head with a, a, a well, sorry, he struck him dead with a single blow. Um, he is 6'6", six, six, weighs 420, and, uh, <laughs> And also has brown hair and black. Uh, sorry, brown eyes and black hair. I don't know I if they're he, counting his facial hair. I guess they're counting his facial hair. I don't. Maybe count he that, shaves really. it. Maybe he shaves his head. I I don't know. He seems like one of those guys who never has a full head of hair. But but yeah. So he has like super strength, but it's okay. all we know is that it's less than Thor's, which is mm. a lot of. There's a lot to go between. Like, there's either a little bit, which is, I would say, a thousand, and then 50,000? I don't, I forget how much Thor can do. I think it might be 75 ton. Oh, there's a note here that he broke Thor's arm. That's, that's I mean, gotta be something, right? I mean, Thor has so many arm things going on nowadays. I mean, it's, you know, it's really. Uh, yeah, his stone super human power is strength. Uh, hey. Is he is he uh, dead? Is he still the, dead? The actual one or one of his clones? Cause no, no, got... no. I don't. No, no. Just okay. say yes or no. Is he still dead? No, no. He can't be. No, he's, right? he's not still dead. He was well. He was cloned and then killed. No, really, he's dead. I think he's dead right now. No, he was cloned oh. multiple times and then he was killed. Oh, so the original hasn't come back at all yet, has it? No. Or... Okay. Because yeah. sometimes that so I've been wondering if that happens too. Because you know, even Sinister with all the clones and stuff like that, he kind of did that concurrently with them. And sometimes the ra- the real ones come back. Oh, that's right. Get- Sabretooth. Yeah. Now we have Riptide. Oh, okay. So, wait. I remember him. He's the spinny guy, right? Uh, yeah, I don't like him. I don't like. He's got. Like, he's got like, and he's got like the lo- long silverish hair. Yeah. I don't know. He has a whole he has a whole spinning thing. I don't like spinning. If you're fast and you're spinning, that's different. If you're just spinning, like come on, get out of here. 
like I remember one X Men comic where they broke into an old Sinister Lab and it was and they got attacked by, you know, Marauder clones, and one of them was Riptide, and he was, and he spun and he threw Sherikins at them, but apparently they weren't actual like you know Sherikins that he brought with him like like the original had or something like that. They were actually like he cr- like made from his body. They were like resin, like it was like something he it. Sinister did the toy with it so that it could like attack differently than normal. I don't know. It was weird. Yeah, I don't really care too much about him either. But his name is uh Janos Quested. Quested. And his uh his occupation is get this, assassin. Um Is identity secret, unrevealed, unknown, unrevealed. Um We don't know where he was born, but we do know he died. In the Morlock Tunnels, beneath New York City. Um, uh, no known relatives, and he first showed up in issue number 211 in the Uncanny X-Men in November 1986. Massacre. And um, that one has Wolverine. Yeah, in that frame. that That's the one I was talking about. I don't know. I just don't like that. I don't like it. Yeah. They're not. They're not good. I don't know. Like, you know, do something else. I mean, I I guess if you wanted to like make like a like a profile picture kind of thing, you know, out of them, you know what I mean? Like, well, well, but, well okay, but, but but for an actual like comic cover. Mm. Well, well, here's the thing: if they wanted to make it something like super collectible and like something you can frame or something, yeah, don't have any words on it. Yeah. Uh, his history, well, he died, he died, um, in, he, well, he died in the same issue that he same showed issue? up in. Yeah. Okay. He brutally killed a great number of Morlocks by hurling sharp weapons at them at superhuman speed. Infuriated by the harm Riptide caused, Colossus broke Riptide's neck, killing him. Yeah. Um, he's, uh, six foot tall, weighs 185, blue eyes, grayish white hair, he has superhuman leg muscles, superhuman, okay, cool, um, he can spin at superhuman speeds, and he, like, has, like, he could, he just throws things, you know, sharp things, hmm. it's just like, he just sprays and pay, prays with sharp <laughs> things around him, um, uh, yeah, I think that's it on them. Are they still dead? I think this one is. Like, I think they've cloned him quite a few times, but I don't think him himself is alive. So he's still dead. Unless you count... Do you want to count the clones? Because I bet you there's a clone of him running around. Yeah, I mean, he, yeah, he, he showed it up later. He shows up later as a clone. After M Day, um, he retain he maintains retains his powers, um, mm. along with other Marauders, and uh, during Messiah Complex, huh. he he fights on the final battle on Moor Island. Oh, uh, like he seems to know that he was he had his neck broken before. Um, and and he fought Wolf Spain, and Professor X is just like stop touching my dog girl. And then he was rendered unconsciousness. Oh, wait. I, I actually think I remember reading that. 
Man, uh, do, do you, why you, did I forget that? You remember? You remember Professor X being stop touching my dog girl? And no, no, no. I, rem- I remember him. I remember him attacking Wolfsbane and complaining about the broken neck. Yeah, <sighs> he apparently showed up in um, X Men First Class as part of the Hellfire Club. Really? I mean, First Class is. I know people like First Class, but I really don't like it. Like, first off, okay, Darwin. First off, Darwin. Uh, Darwin. That is. Darwin. I, that is the such unkill- the stupidest. The unkillable mutant that instantly adapts to be the most survival person. Not only shows up as a black person in the 60s, but doesn't instantly adapt to, doesn't adapt to any of the attacks against him. Like, you put a grenade at his throat. Guess what? He somehow gets metal insides. That's how he power his powers work. As soon as he gets hard by a microsecond. He got he got zapped by a ray that that completely disrupts and kill like kills you kills you by destroying your nerve nervous system. He turned into a sponge. He turned into a walking sponge that did not have a nervous system to be destroyed. He fought against Hella. It become a death god. Ugh. Come on. Okay, sorry. They they did him bad in that movie. I they, mean, not that, only did they do everyone. Him bad. I don't know anyone who 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 can defend that part. Also, no. Okay, I can't. Don't know why anyone can defend any of it. First off, Banshee. Banshee. You can beep things. Banshee. Banshee. I refuse to have Banshee as one of the first X Men ever. I refuse to have him in X-Men in general. Uh, and then Havoc? Havoc. You have Havoc in there before. God damn your rage Cyclops. <laughs> your rage was breaking up the connection. God, I, like, there's so many, like, I know it's technically a good movie, but, like, I can't, I can't deal with it. I can't deal, like, I'm just, yeah, let's get to the last person. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm actually starting to get a little angry just thinking about how, like, first class, like, come on. Like, for real. Um, so then we have Prism. Uh, do Pr- you have any idea who Prism is? It sounds like, uh, it's one of the female characters. Nah, just a crystal dude. Just a crystal dude? Just a oh. crystal dude. You know, to think crystal. But, like, a dude? Oh, do you have a uh, image? Yeah. It's a crystal dude. Like, nothing really descriptive. A crystal dude, you know. Oh. A dude made of crystal. Like, imagine a dude-shaped crystal. Like, it's, looks- it's a dude-shaped crystal. Yeah, he kind of looks like a watered-down version of uh, Iceman. Yeah, so, a real name, unrevealed. Occupation. Get this, assassin. <laughs> um... Secret I'm pretty sure most of the Marauders were assassins. No, all of I them think- are assassins. Every single one of them. They all got paid to assassinate people. They're all assassins. <laughs> uh, yeah, unrevealed, big question mark, died in Morlock Tunnels, blah 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 blah. His first impile appearance was in X-Men, I mean X-Factor 10. Mm-hmm. Um, and this dude's history is to save the lives of Cyclops and the Beast, X-Factor member Marvel Girl, Telekinetically hurled Prism against a wall. The impact shattered Prism's brittle body, killing him. That seems a rather big weakness. That if you're a crystal dude, that being 
like hurled against something or punched hard or something will cause you to shatter. I feel like you should be fighting, considering the generic power is super strength. Mm. Like, that's what they yeah. give people when they want to give them superpowers, but not develop them at all. Common street th- thugs with minor powers have super strength. Like, half the X-Men have super strength in some form. Like, you're gonna die. Like, really quickly. <laughs> yeah. Like, what if the what if the Hulk decides to throw, like, claps his hands around you? You're dead. I mean, there's so many th- ways you can die. Now, the only thing that won't kill him is, uh, is, uh, actually, wait, wait, I have something mm-hmm. to pick, I have, I, I'm gonna pick, I'm gonna pick something, pick something apart here, but, okay, okay so his eyes are pink, no hair, he's like 5'10", he, he's like 5'10", 270 pounds, uh, normal human strength, but, Prism's crystalline body could reflect various forms of energy back towards their sources. Prism's body can give off blinding light. Now, he was fighting Cyclops. Cyclops does not <laughs> shoot lasers, he shoots concussive force. It's if light had a punch. He shoots punch powers, he shoots punch energy out of the punch dimension, out of his portal eyes. That would she'll shatter him. Yeah, it would. Why? How was he beating them? All he, all Cyclops had to do was just like, hey, guess what? Punch, and like, how was the? How was he beating Beast? Yeah, how was he beating Beast? Like, I, I, I mean, good on Marvel Girl, but like at the same time, like Beast is just like punch. Oh, you're cracked. Punch, 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 punch. Or, or like Cyclops is just like, hey, guess what? These aren't laser beams. Smash. Was he like working with someone? Like maybe they were working in tandem? I don't think so. It was just Cyclops and Beast. Huh. And somehow his optic blast for uh, uh, Cyclops' optical blast was being sent back to him. <laughs> but like it's it's punch power. Oh wait, wait. Okay, I I have to point this out though. It's in in the in in this in the fandom one. It says much to everyone's surprise, because uh, this is talking about like when Jean Grey threw him against the wall. The move killed Prasm as his body was ultimately too fragile to survive being slammed against the wall. So they didn't even expect him to shatter. They just threw him against the wall and he shattered, and everyone's like, "Holy cow!" But he should have died as soon as Cyclops punched him, him with his yeah. eyes. Yeah. Like, it's concussive force. It's like, did he hold back? He, it's still punching. It's still punch power. It do, like he can't just He's, make them into lasers. They're never lasers. Like I don't know. I'm I'm just picking it apart. I just I don't understand it. Like, when when did they when did they uh officially say that they were they were from they were concussive force. A really long time ago. Yeah, like... He was able... Because, like, if they were lasers, like, he wouldn't... He wouldn't push people back. He would cut through them. Yeah. Like, they, I don't think they were ever lasers. Yeah. Like, I, ever. I think that was just someone not paying attention to what they were doing. And wanted to give... And wanted to give uh, 
I guess a crystal dude a, a crazy death. But here's the thing, though, is Louise Simonson. Oh. She wrote all of X Factor t- till the <laughs> 90s. Like, literally till the 90s. Like, this is just this is just confusing. Like, I don't know. This is me picking stuff apart. But, like, like I don't like Cyclops that much. But you don't get his powers wrong. I don't know. Maybe they just want to make something <sighs> dramatic and give Marvel Girl something to do. I understand. Yeah. It's just, it's the whole, it's the same thing when Gwenpool is supposed to be taller than Wolverine, but Wolverine, when hugging her, is taller than her. It's whatever. I understand. No one cares but me. No one cares. But I care a lot. The trivia mentions that apparently it's not known if the shattering him actually kills him, that he might be able to piece himself together. That or he he understands that uh, Sinister clones him. And that's pro and it's and it mentions that's probably why he's overconfident and will fight people stronger than him because he doesn't care if he, if he gets destroyed. But I don't know. That sounds uh, that, more that, like, that feels like a lot of conjecture. Yeah, uh, that feels like a lot of conjecture. Because you, you know what? He's been killed three times, and guess what happened the second time? Police shot him. They just shot him with guns, and he shattered. That's not. I, don't <laughs> don't fight prison. <laughs> <laughs> Never fight. If if cops can take you down, you're not a good villain. Like, I'm not saying you have to be bulletproof. Just don't die from regular people stuff. Yeah, I mean, he gets, he gets like, I mean, he gets cloned multiple times. Yeah, so he's still alive? I, I mean, like... He, as much as the others? As much as the others, I mean, yeah. He gets a modern art on him. He looks kind of oh, cool. Yeah, like he's got these like horn growing crystal things, right? Yeah, like I mean, but still, never fight. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I th- I'm pretty much done with with these guys. They're very generic, and I'm kind of. I don't know if they're. I'm glad they're dead, but yeah, know. they're they're really at th- even back then they were just fodder. Yeah, and. And they've and they've been and they they've just been fodder again and again and again. Yeah. Oh, and that's why they don't get their individual entries either. Yeah. So, yeah, I think we're pretty much done. So, uh, what do you have to plug? Uh okay. You can uh, see me on Twitter at at Dory Mingu. That's D O R I underscore M I N G U. Or you could also find me at either on the HodgePodge uh, Facebook group for Jesse's podcast or the Audio Entropy Facebook group where I usually post when new things go up. Yep. So my name is Jesse. I have another podcast called Creepy Critters where I talk about cryptids in similar detail. Um, if you follow that show for the for the, for the year, you, you're, you're going to hear a lot about demons because I bit off a lot and i need to talk about 72 demons and um yeah i'm you know i'm getting esoteric on there so if you want to hear us talk about how angels would get rid of babies in a baby fight in eternal battle i mean that's something i'll discuss so yeah that's something uh yeah this is this has been alphabet flight and justice is served good night night